Hello and welcome back to a new episode. I feel like I'm wearing too much lip gloss. I can like feel it forming in my mouth. (laughs) Anyways, welcome back. Hello. Happy Monday or Tuesday. You're going to be listening to this on Tuesday. I always get the days confused. I'm like, whatever. Anyways, I didn't realize that today was President's Day or that it was a holiday. So I've been just like living in like go, go, go Monday mode, like emailing, like replying back to my manager. Um, I've been like outside this morning. I was out and I was like, why is there no traffic? Like there's always traffic in the mornings. And then I clicked like an hour ago. I was like, oh, it's literally a holiday. So everyone's chilling. And I'm like rearing and ready to go for the week. And it's just like going to be another kind of like laziest day and it's so funny because I remember whenever I was in high school or like in school in general I would think about the three-day weekends as being like the biggest deal ever because of course like you're in school and so the weekends are everything but now being an adult it's like they're all meshing together like it doesn't even matter if it's Friday or if it's Monday or if it's Tuesday like doesn't matter so um anyways it's just funny how I kind of miss the excitement of the weekend honestly. (laughs) Like, I feel like I don't have that, like, excitement anymore because life's just, like, even keeled, you know? Um, let me get my beverages because I always have to have some sort of beverage. Um, so, okay, today we have sparkling water. This is my favorite brand. It's a German brand and it's, like, naturally sparkling. It's fantastic. Very busy. And then I also have a latte that I didn't finish so here we go um I hope everyone's been having a good week or weekend I am all over the place as per usual I am feeling good bad happy sad all the things definitely a little bit of sadness going on in my life right now so I figured that it would be a good idea to do an episode on a guide to sadness um, this can be sadness also, f- any kind of sadness. It doesn't have to be breakup. It doesn't have to be, it could be losing your job. It could be dealing, fighting with friends. It could be dealing with coworkers. It can be just being depressed and having a blue moment or feeling loneliness or, you know, we can feel sadness for so many different reasons. Sadness is the most common emotion next to happiness, right? So it's common. I figured I could use this right now. Maybe you can use it too, depending on, you know, and also you could save this for a later date when you do feel sad again, because one thing that I always remember is like, you will feel happy again. You'll feel sad again. Like life is never just going to be pure happiness and it's never going to be pure sadness and the waves go up and down. And so it's just a matter of how well you can deal with the emotions and things. Um, so that's what today's episode is going to be on. And fun fact is that this is the last time I'm going to be recording an episode with this hair. So I'm dyeing my hair later this afternoon, dark brown. So I'm going to miss it. I'm going to miss having light, light toned hair. I think it was so fun and warm and nice. And I'm excited though to kind of like change it up. I just need change. It's just funny because it's like I, I, love this hairstyle and I love this hair color that I have right now but I just like need change like that's all that matters so it's like I can like this hair but still want to just change it up and I'm feeling a little bad about it though because everyone's always like your hair color is so pretty but I'm like you know what 
it can be pretty again and dark's gonna look good and fun and fiery so yeah um let's get into it I'm gonna go grab my journal real quickly because that's where all of my notes are and then we'll get started I feel like there was something else that I wanted to talk about before. What was it? I don't know. Uh, okay, I'll be right back. Oh, you guys, this chair is so comfortable too. I wish you could feel how insanely comfortable it is. It's like a big old gushy like bean bag. I always forget about this chair. Like I never sit in it because it's kind of like outside of the main living area. And I actually have a lot of chairs in my living room. I don't know why. It's like, I'm expecting a bunch of people to come over and just need places to sit, I guess. But at least we have options, you know? Um, anyway, so let's get started with the episode before I keep rambling. I love to ramble. Um, oh, another thing that's really exciting. Speaking of change, I totally forgot about this. I am going to New York for an entire month in April. And I've said this many, many a times. If you know me, you know this already, but I've never lived anywhere besides Los Angeles my entire life. 25 years, 25 years in one city. So I've never lived anywhere else. And I'm not saying I'm moving to New York, but just even being there for a month is going to be crazy. And I'm so excited. I'm subletting my place and then staying in New York. And I'm just like, it's going to be so nice. It's going to be so fun. It's going to be so great for me to do. So more change is coming. And if you're in New York and you want to hang out or shoot or have suggestions for me of where to go and what to see, then let me know because I will be there and I'll be running around. So anyways, so let's go get into it. This is going to be a guide to sadness. What to do when you're feeling sad, when you're feeling down, when you're feeling depressed, when something has happened, it could be circumstantial, not circumstantial, whatever it is, this is going to be your ultimate guide. So first things first, one thing that really helps me when I'm sad is to change up your routine or to just change, just like create change in some way. That could be physical change. It could be changing your hair. It could be getting a new piercing. It could be getting a tattoo. And I'm not trying to like go persuade you to go get tatted or anything, but Truthfully, it's like doing something exciting and kind of like fun like that, creating some sort of physical change, environmental change. Maybe it's um, changing up a daily routine, going to a new place, going to a new coffee shop, hanging out with a new friend. Like just in your brain, it's like creating those new changes and those new routines and those new like, it's like, it's like it helps switch something in your brain to where you're not just feeling this like monotonous, like sadness kind of creep over you. Um, so for me, it's like this morning I went to a new coffee shop and I like shocked my system. I did cold shower this morning. I, um, reached out to like, I have these new friends that I'm going to see later this week. So it's just like about creating more newness and more change. And I'm getting my hair dyed later. Like I'm fully just like, I needed <laughs> new experiences, new change, all of that. And so, um, I think that people always make jokes about like, oh, like she changed her hair, like post breakup or she did this, you know, with this. And like, I think people always joke about that when you're sad or like cut bangs and stuff. But I think there's, there's truth to that. And there's, there's good stuff that comes from creating those small changes sometimes. Even just adding like a fun, like streak in your hair or wearing a new type of outfit or like literally anything, like your brain just wants 
that newness, especially when you're sad, you know? Number two is going to be just leaning on friends and family. And the thing is, is like for someone like me, I mean, I'm speaking just from my own personal personality and traits, but I'm a very hyper independent person, probably because I'm an only child, but I have a hard time reaching out to people and leaning on people. And sometimes I'll be like, I can handle it. Like I'm all good. Like, like I'm fine. Like I don't need anyone. And I close down and isolate and stuff like that. And it's really not good to do. And more often than not, we, you know, we often don't want to like bug others sometimes or feel like we're being a burden or whatever. And I think that it's really important to remember that you are worth, you know, communicating your sadness and having people around you and community and friends and family. People are there for us more than we think. Like people sometimes are just waiting for you to say something like, hey, like, can we go get coffee or can we go hang out or let's like work on this or can I come over? Let's go for a walk. Like people are really receptive. And I think the more that we can lean on other humans and for me also like talking about why I'm sad, talking it through to someone is so important. And I know we don't always have, you know, direct people that are like, you know, sometimes you don't have a lot of friends around you or like for me, I don't have my family. Um, it is really heartbreaking and sad and it makes it way harder to be sad and I think it enhances my sadness like I don't know if you ever experienced this but like when you're already sad and then you realize like oh like I don't even have my mom I can't like go give her a hug or like no one's around and then like it just makes it 10 times worse so reaching out creating those relationships you know making having people know that you're going through it and that maybe just need an extra, some extra support right now is really key. So, and also, I mean, I think like some people, they don't know that you're suffering and some people don't know that things happen or like, I won't tell my friends sometimes that I'm going through something and then they just assume that I'm fine and like, whatever. And I'm like, no, like I'm struggling, but it's like, you sometimes have to say something first. So that's something I've realized too, is like, you can't just expect people to know what's going on in your life all the time, even though with me, People do always know what's going on in my life because I share everything on the internet. So everyone usually knows. But I, I do have obviously times when like I fake it till I make it or I, I don't always post exactly how I'm feeling. Like I've been pretty normal online the last few days, but I've definitely been going through it mentally. So, you know, coping mechanisms too. Um, number three is to get excited and make a plan. And... This is one thing that seems counterintuitive because sometimes when you're sad, you just want to like wallow in the sadness and you can do that. I, this is already, this guide is for when you've already wallowed enough and you're almost like, okay, I'm ready to not be as sad anymore. That's what this guide's for because you can wallow and wallowing and laying in bed and watching binge watching shows and being sad is part of being sad but this is for the times when you want to step it up and go look I don't want to be as sad anymore how how can I get through this and that's what this is for so obviously I'm not saying go out you're gonna have all this energy to go out and do a bunch of things but truthfully sometimes like forcing yourself to genuinely get out of the fucking house do things, make a plan, get excited for me. It's like, even I was like, maybe I won't go to New York. Maybe like, I won't do that. It's going to be such a big deal, whatever. I'm like, no, Sophia, you have to have something you're going to be excited for. You have to make a plan. You have to, even if it's like me scheduling my hair appointment or scheduling to get a tattoo next month or 
making a plan with a friend later or like, okay, on, on Thursday I'm doing this or I have my workout planned. It's like creating more life. And I know it sounds kind of dark, but sometimes when I get really depressed, it's like nothing makes me feel excited. Nothing makes me feel hopeful. I feel kind of like, like I don't even care about day to day. Like I don't really care about what I'm doing tomorrow, the next day, whatever. Like it doesn't matter. And so creating more life, creating more plans, creating more reasons to keep waking up every morning and existing and trying your best and all of that really helps me. So make plans, get excited about things. Even if it's, if it's like a creative plan or a job plan, or it's like, oh, like I'm planning on, um, I have a really cool job opportunity coming up or a work trip or something like, you know, get excited about those things. So that really helps me. Um, another one, number four is escape in a healthy way. And I know that I don't want to just sound super preachy all the time because I'm not perfect and there's ways of escaping that aren't always ideal and sometimes we can slip up into things, whether that's like partying, drinking, sleeping around, I don't know, like whatever your vice is, we all have vices, um, maybe it's having like a nicotine addiction or you eat a bunch of junk food or Whatever your vice is, I know that we have unhealthy vices and it's very normal for humans to have them. I'm not trying to, it's always weird to make these episodes because I don't want to come off like I'm this perfect person. I never have vices. I never do anything that's unhealthy, but I also am someone that wants to promote healthy behaviors. And for me, being mindful of my behaviors and changing my coping mechanisms and making healthier choices has really changed my life. So if I can instill that, even if it's lame or you know, not the more like normal go-to coping mechanism, I'm still going to talk about it and share it because I think it's important. So choosing coping mechanisms and ways of escaping that can be healthy and productive and not necessarily productive because I don't really like that word, but I like that word, but not for this. That are, I think like finding escapes because I think we often are like, don't escape your problems or like don't escape the sadness. But I think that also sometimes they get you out of that place of sadness. You need to escape some, but it's like the key is to do it in a healthy way. So for me, it's been reading. Like the last few days, I have literally stopped working in the evening and just been like, I'm going to read and delve into a story. Like, I mean like fiction, fun reads. And I've just been zipping through books and not books, please. I'm like making it sound like I've like read three books already. No, I'm like zipping through the book that I'm reading. And I've been just enveloping myself into stories and to characters and to all of that. And same with like movies. It's like putting my phone away and just watching a movie and actually getting into the the plot and the story and the characters. And that's a form of escape. You know, you're escaping into this other reality and this other piece of art and show, whatever. And same with like, you know, again, going to an art gallery, going to... Um, you know, a a music show, a music show, a concert. We also call that a concert. Going to a concert, getting out of your head, escaping, using art and music and books and poetry and films as a way of escaping. I think those are super healthy and super great. Um, it could also be too, like I wrote down, um, also hobbies. I know I talk a lot about creating hobbies and I'm something I'm working on. I really want to take a pottery class. 
So escaping into new forms of using your hands and using your brain and um, just doing new things is really good. So I really recommend also like just diving into new projects, new experiences and um, using all your senses, all of that. I don't know. I think escaping is okay though. I think escapism and escaping when you're really sad can help bring you out of that place. So I don't think, I think we need to stop like bashing escaping and be like, sit with your problems. It's like, yeah, we can sit with our problems and sit with the sadness. But again, you can't do that forever because if I'm going to just sit with my sadness all the time, then I would be sad every single day and would not leave my room and would literally rot in my bed. So it's like, sit with it, acknowledge how you feel, but then also do what you got to do to get up and, and go in, you know, you can't just like rot. So Um, And then the last two, number five, we have write a letter. This is one that I'm going to do right after this. Um, This could be to a person. This could be to a parent. This could be to a friend. This could be to anything that's upsetting you, anything that you long for, anything that you're confused about. It could be a situation. It could be a job. It could be a boss. It can be to yourself. You could write a letter to your past self, your future self, your present self depending on why you're sad. You could even write a letter to your sadness. Letter to my depression. That's actually what I do all the time. I'm like writing to my anxiety monster, my anxiety demon that I like to call it. So writing letters, sending them off, taking things, extending them out of your brain into paper, out of out into the world, off of your subconscious is really important because I'll have these crazy dreams when I don't let shit go. The last few nights I've not been able to sleep because I'll have like crazy dreams about just like really real stuff, like really real situations and people and things that are obviously bothering me, things that are going on in my life. And I it feels it's like my brain going like it's bothering you so much that it's in your subconscious. So you gotta let it go. Like put it out on paper, send it away. And you can literally give them the letter or literally just burn it or tuck it away. I mean, I have so many letters in my journal that I've just written to people or things and that have never gotten sent. And it just feels good. At least you like did your part, you know, um, a lot of times too, like when you end situationships or relationships or, um, whatever it is, it's like, there's things that you feel like you never got to say, or things that you also are grateful for things that, you know, you have questions about that you can't necessarily go and ask the person or go and talk about it with them. Or sometimes it, What's so funny is like a lot of times in relationships, it's like there's no point to even sometimes have these last bit of conversation. You always want to be like, well, wait, but then why this? And it's like, just leave it. Like it's stop, (laughs) you know, like cut it down, cut it off. Um, Write in your journal. Like don't, I think I went viral on TikTok actually like last year because I said something, like I literally got like a million likes. I, it was a TikTok that said, don't, like don't text them, just write them a letter. And that's literally the best thing you can do. Let things go. If it's done, it's done. Write them a letter, send it, keep it in a notebook, call it a day. Or if you really want to send it to them, then that's so admirable. And I love that for you, that you have that boldness to do that. Um, last thing, last thing is something that I already kind of mentioned, but Every time I have a panic attack, every time I get sad, every time I cry, every time I have a pain in my chest and my heart, every time I feel like I'm alone, 
every time I have a negative emotion in any way, I always remember that it does not, my cats are playing. This is a really poignant moment and you guys just had to like ruin it. Anyways, I just remember that nothing lasts forever. And it's a comforting and a very scary thought. And especially emotions. They vary day to day, week to week, month to month. You are not going to be sad forever. You are also not going to be happy forever. You will feel sad again. You will feel happy again. And we're always going to be okay in a way. You know? Like you always can handle things. And I always think about it like this. Like I've handled being sad before. I've handled being anxious. I've handled panic attacks. I've handled not feeling well and I can do it again because I've lived through that and gone through that and millions of people do every day. We all are very emotional, um, multi-dimensional, sensitive beings, unless you're a psychopath, then I envy you a little bit. But anyways, or you're on too much Lexapro, which I also had experience with and I had no emotions. It was crazy and I loved it for a little bit, but then I was like, okay, I need to have my emotions back. And that's another thing is like be appreciative that you can feel things. Sometimes when I'm really sad. I sit there and I'm like, well, I'm human. I'm human <laughs> and I feel things. And I'm also very emotional, not emotional. Like I'm not boohooing all the time, but I definitely feel things a lot. And can you guys stop for literally two seconds? I kid you not, all night last night, they were chasing each other around the house. And I'm sick of it. I'm really sick of it. They're like a bunch of bickering like sisters over there. It's so frustrating. Oh, now they're licking each other. You guys, what are we doing? Why are we, how, why are we so excited? Isn't it nap time? Midday nap? You don't want to take a midday nap? Anyways. So those are my six ways to, oh, oh, I have a seventh, I have a seventh. It's to, okay, create a playlist for sadness. I also have one if you want to use mine. Create a playlist that'll make you cry, and that's like a good crying playlist. And then make a playlist for dancing and for happiness and for excitement. And alter those whenever you feel varying ways. Sad playlist, happy playlist. It'll help a lot. Music is so healing, especially if you're someone who does really relate to music and love music, you'll, you'll love doing that. So yeah, those are my seven guides to sadness suggestions. And I am really proud of them. And I even feel better already just sharing them and talking about them. And I'm going to implement more of those today, including the biggest one of getting my hair done. So yeah, I'm really excited. And I also wanted to say that I was getting a lot of comments about my old videos and why I deleted them and that people are like, well, like we um, really loved watching them and replaying them. And I think it's really hard. I think it's hard for me because obviously I want to keep them up if they make people happy and people enjoy watching them. But I think people also have to understand that it's hard for me to also keep up videos of like my past lives. It feels like, you know, whenever I was 
and it's visually in your face. Like I have to like look at those videos and see my ex-boyfriends and my ex-friends and how my ex-apartments and it brings back so much for me and it can be painful and weird and sometimes I just want to like start fresh and not have all those old memories look back to like I want to have them personally that I can look back to farther down the line but I think as of right now I just want to like feel like I'm starting fresh and not have to just like they're insane you guys they're tweaking anyways but I hope that makes sense and I'll probably re-upload them or like unarchive them soon but I just needed a second to reinvent myself on YouTube that doesn't involve all my old videos. So anyways, I love you guys and I hope everyone's going to have a good week and please let me know more things that help you. We can like start a little comment thing of more things that help us when we feel sad or in a weird mood. So yeah. All right. Love you.